I really appreciate you making it to this recording. I mean, um, I, I know that we're in this gap between Christmas and New Year where basically we lose all concept of time. I genuinely do not know what day it is today. It is the in-between times. It's, Neither well, here nor there. It is very odd. I heard, I heard someone call it the Crimbo Limbo, which I'm... Uh, <laughs> Which I was really pleased with. So this is the Crimbo Limbo. Yes. This is this is basically the closest we're actually going to get to being trapped in time and space and repeat bubble. Because my entire life is mm. currently eating turkey sandwiches, entertaining my yep. daughter, and inexplicably she's become utterly fascinated with Superman and Lois on, which is the CW show on. Um, completely fascinated, has never interested in before, and now is all over it. So. That's been my whole week. So I'm glad to take an hour out to talk to you about films. As long as we don't cover any kind of superhero films that are coming out next year, as long as we stay clear of all superhero films, I'm going to be okay with that. So as long as there's nothing coming out in 2022 that's going to have that problem, we should be fine, right? We may have a problem. We are keeping it for all of 2022, right? Uh, we're we're going to keep it for most of 2022, unless I have a sudden flash of inspiration or uh, FFL specials notwithstanding. But yes, hello and welcome to the final podcast of 2021. The no, final, the final fantasy. FFL podcast yeah. of 2021. Um, so we, we were going to do something on this podcast and we've decided to split this into two parts because one... Um, well, let's say officially because it's just so much to cover but two we're lazy and we couldn't be asked to do the research but <laughs> when we when we were last on the podcast we said that we wanted to cover all the films that are coming out in 2022 but we also wanted to cover yep. the statistics behind the year 2021 mm. now 2021 although 2021 is finishing tomorrow the ffl 2021 does not recognize the gregorian calendar and isn't finishing no. until the first week of January. this year so technically yeah. this year so because of the way that, that the game works so technically the game has another 10 10 days to run so um what we will do is once the game closes we'll do a podcast we'll announce the winners we'll go through kind of some winning strategies and then we'll go through the people that you should have picked um which is yeah. always very stat heavy, but is actually quite interesting because you kind of go, oh, my God, you know, couldn't believe that this guy or this woman was the top earner. So instead, we're going to cover off a couple of things that we're working on at the moment. I've been to see this, been to the cinema a lot in the last week or so um, with varying degrees of success. And we also want to do you know, cover <laughs> that off as well. No, yeah, um, and I also we, we want to we want to cover off the films that are the big films that are coming out in 2022, just to kind of give everyone a clue. Spoiler alert! Yeah, a lot of superheroes, a lot of superheroes. 
Oh, so many superheroes. What's that about? Anyway, uh, right. So um, I don't want to disturb your uh, your turkey sandwich eating and uh, general lazing about. So I think we should just crack on and do this nice and quick. Let's go to the news. Oh, hang on. Oh, oh, yep. No, no, this one. This is the news. Oh yes. No time. No time for dubstep today. Let's just, just shorten to the point. Just shorten to the point. Let's talk about what's going on with the game. Over to you, Mr. Smith. Okay, so we are at the end of the 2021 season. <laughs> Get confused between 2020 and 2021 in my head. They sort of, it's just like one continual time span. It, it's, but yeah, uh, it's yes, we're at the end of 2021. Yeah, and we are looking into 2022. And uh, because we we don't believe in having a quiet life, we are shaking everything up, as we've mentioned uh, in previous podcasts. But I will just quickly summarise it, because I think we've got more detail than we put in previously. And so after the 2021 um, uh, season closes, we're going to kick off two uh, parallel seasons of the FFL. You're going to have your regular uh, what we call producer mode FFL where you, where you make money on a film and you can use that money to make another film and then you can put out multiple films throughout the year and it's a race to see who can get past the one billion fuffle bucks mark so exactly exactly the same game as we had in 2021 yes now in 2020 and 2021 we also ran in we ran a kind of uh, one and done on the side and we took yes. your first film that you put in and then we just saw how that one single film did through the year so you had to predict an entire year and pick the best people not just for like coming up in the next couple of weeks you have four weeks of winning but for the whole year and that's the one and done game now we ran that kind of on the side and if you have one account we just took the very first film you put in and that was okay but a lot of the hardcore players out there they uh created a second account so that they could they could specialize and have a special one and done account what we're doing for 2022 is we're merging it and you can play under one account, both games simultaneously. So you don't have to faff around with two logins. You can just log in once done and you can see both and you can have a totally different, you've got a totally different balance, a totally different uh, budget as it were. And, and you can have a totally different first film and uh, you can just sort of flip between the two and have a look. And I'm in the middle of making this all work. I'm about two thirds of the way through the, the good news is I'm about two thirds of the way through. The bad news is I've been at about two thirds of the way through for at least the last three days. Because every time I get something done, I'm go, oh, what about? I've got, oh, I've got to make, I've got to update the emails. Oh, uh, oh, now I've got to take that thing out that doesn't work anymore. And and so I'm I've been stuck at about two thirds. But I think today I'm going to get past the two thirds mark. Uh, and yeah, it's looking good. Um, uh, did you have uh, a question? I was just going to say. So if you've got an existing account your password won't change you just log in on your normal account and you'll have the options you can nope. set up your one and done yep. so your one and done to clarify runs you can't change the cast once it's in it's in and it's locked in until the end of the game so what you need to do is pick people who you think are going to either make an absolute boatload of money over the or for like one or two films or someone who's going to be a slow burner for the whole year so as a little bit of a tip mm. benedict cumberbatch might be a really good pick for 2022 because he's in a lot of films. So he's he's 
already in Spider-Man, which you're going to get a bump on in January. He's also in his own Doctor Strange yeah. film, which is coming up, which we'll talk about later on. And he's also, mm. because, he's, because he's Benedictine Cumberbund Patch, he's also acting like proper acting in other films where he doesn't get to wear acting, where he doesn't get to wear a cape um so and they will do moderately well because <laughs> benedict cumberbatch is has got a very yeah. strong following of people who like him as dr strange and as an actor um so yeah he could be a really good pick so he would be a great idea for someone to go all the way through 2022. yep okay so um yeah it's probably better to pick one person who's in four moderate films uh than a than a single person who's in one really big film right Potentially. that's right but you that's that's the game you've got to work that you've got to work that out yeah so um now people who are listening are going hang on hang on mr smith didn't you say there was going to be quarterly leagues yes the whole reason that this is happening is because you want to have quarterly leagues where you can play for instead of uh, one whole year, you can play for just uh, three months at a time. So it's kind of like a sprint rather than a marathon version of the game. Um, now, something we didn't cover last time, but we thought we, we had a little idea about is that this will not our first quarterly season will not start in January. It's going to start in February. So it will run February, March, April. And then the second one will go May, June, July. And we're counting it round by one month. And what this means is at the tail end of the year, there'll be the, the fourth quarter will actually go November, December, January, and it'll go over the Christmas period. So you'll actually be able to keep playing. And it gives you a very different choice when you're going through that Christmas holiday period. Because usually we say, well, the year ends, don't get any of the Christmas films because they'll only be in the charts for a week, two weeks. And then you're and then the season is over but now if you're playing the quarterly one you've got a very very different thing because now you can buy your you know, looking right now you've got like spider-man matrix um uh resurrection and resurrection. so on right those have become suddenly become really viable in that quarter so we thought that that might just make it a little bit more interesting so when the new seasons also, new year seasons begin also also the reason that we thought about it was, sorry, I'm sorry to stop you mid-flow there, but the other thing to think about is May, June and July are a really interesting group of months because that is the proper blockbuster mm. season. May is when Marvel tend to drop their big blockbusters and June and July is when everyone else tends to drop them as well. So that is a, a big, big month. And if you play, or play the game well, you can effectively completely cash in for the whole of that time. Frantic yep. from Smith. And so, yes, so uh, this won't be... Uh, so you have two, seasons, two, two modes of play uh, on January and yep. then you'll have from February, you'll start having three. So there's a little there's a little warm up period between January and February, but uh, and then we will be in full effect uh, with uh, uh, the latest and greatest uh, uh, iteration of the FFL. Do you know that this is the ninth year since we uh, last rebooted? We're going into now. Crazy. Wow. Wow. God, that's bizarre. Okay, so we're going to need to be write feeling old. <laughs> I, yeah, I am. I am. Yep. We're going to have to write this all down for everybody as well because someone's now currently oh indeed 
has now set up a small chalkboard and they've kind of written things down and they've got pieces of string going between here that, and that. so we will we will put out a, a post on this so that you kind of know exactly what to do but effectively it means that at any one time you could be playing three games you could yes be, now you don't uh, have to you don't have to no 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 not, not at all but you can play up yeah. to three games if you want to if you're proper hardcore so you can play the one and done which means that you pick your cast at the beginning of the year and then you just leave that set and see how much money those people and those people alone will bring you bring you in from january to december mm -hmm. in january you can also play the producer game exactly the same as last year so you can have up to three films in your studio and you can swap those people out as long as you have the money as often as you wish and then yep. that's the that's the goal is to make as much as possible and then the quarterly game is basically a shortened version of that. So you have three months to make as much mm. money as possible. So if you uh, if you have started your, your producer year-long game and you absolutely tanked it on the first attempt, then you know, <laughs> keep playing. But you could also just you could also basically ditch everything and go for glory instead and try and basically be king of the the blockbuster seasons. Now the other thing that we've talked about, mm. which we talked about offline, is we're gonna we're not gonna name because we're both corporate executive vice presidents of whatever we do in real life. We're not gonna call this quarter one, quarter two, quarter three, because that's extremely no. boring. <laughs> but we we are gonna call yes. them something else. So we. We're still noodling some of the names, but effectively, as you probably already guessed, the May, June, July game is going to be called the blockbuster season um, because that's when all the blockbusters will come out. So if you win, you will be the grand master of the blockbuster season. So, so yeah, so there, there will be there will be a winner for that, that system as well. So, yeah. Anything else, or can I start ranting about the Matrix? No, that was beautifully summarised. Let's go hit the Matrix. So I went and saw the Matrix. Right. Now, I've heard some very... I've uh, heard very mixed things. Some people love it and some people loathe it. Or uh, would, I, I get a sense that perhaps you're coming down on the loathing side. Maybe not loathing. Loathing is a very strong word, but maybe on loathing the is a strong negative word. side. Um, uh, exasperated. Irritated. <laughs> uh, they would be two words I would use. Um, wasteful of my time and energy would be another another phrase so Ooh. um without getting into it too much there basically the film starts at, so if you if you watch the third matrix film which you shouldn't have because it's crap but but neo dies in the <laughs> end there's, there's no spoiler he's dead right so the fourth matrix film, yep. matrix film starts with keanu reeves playing thomas anderson in full keanu reeves hair and beard and he is a game designer living a boring life in what looks like San Francisco. He's seeing a therapist who's Barney from How I Met Your Mother um, and everything's fine. At which point he's called into his boss's office who he doesn't like very much and he's told that as he was the designer of the first three Matrix games which came out 20 years ago and were phenomenally successful, they're going to make a fourth <laughs> one. 
at this point oh beautifully meta at this point his boss this is all yeah very meta at which point his boss says something to to the words of our wonderful parent company warner brothers have told us we have to make a fourth matrix film and they'll make it with or without us and i think that line may sum up the entire film (laughs) Um, i (laughs) i think somebody said i'd like another matrix film and everyone said no we kind of told the story and they said i'm i'm sorry that wasn't a question that was more of a statement to the universe i want another matrix Mm. film either make it for me or i'll replace you with mcg or you know someone else um at which sorry point, i just about choked on my tea there yes i'm sorry i'll replace uh, you with mcg mcg indeed <laughs> yes this is effectively what we're looking at at which point uh lana wachowski decided to and i'll pardon the term fart out another matrix movie um and fill it full, <laughs> fill it full of screw you warner brothers meta references as much as possible um <laughs> So actually, I'm kind of liking it, you know, in that context. Not yeah, having seen exactly. it. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, so with all that in mind, um, the film then, rather than referencing bits of the original film, literally show you shows you scenes from the original film next to a very similar reshot scene in the same way. So, for example, it'll have someone going, it'll have, like, it doesn't have it, but it basically would have Keanu going, whoa, and then it would cut to him going, whoa, in 1999. And you go, this isn't really a sequel. This is like a, it's like a bad cover. It's a bad cover of a movie. It sounds really weird. It's really weird. Um, it's a it, it they they try and go meta, and it it's it's too meta. It turns into a screw you Warner Brothers, as I've already mentioned, and then they there's some really cool set pieces, but mm. all of the set pieces are, are literally cover versions of the original film. Right. Like there's the fight in the Japanese, the Kung Fu fight that, in the Japanese yeah. dojo. There's the Neo versus Agent Smith fight in an underground location. There's a bit where everyone sits down on comfy leather chairs and talks about the nature of reality. There's the bit where he wakes up <laughs> from his pod and gets rescued by a team of people in a hover ship. There's a team of people in a hover ship who all look scruffy and then all look really cool and have cool sunglasses when they're in the matrix. Um, it's, is, is there a, is there a plot? It doesn't sound like there, there is, but it's not very good. Right. Um, and then the other thing is, is, um, Neil Patrick Harris is in this film. Mm. Now I like Neil Patrick Harris. I think he's funny. See previous podcast about eight bit Christmas. But um, oh, which which, by the way, on a tangent, I watched and was oh, really good. Good. OK, OK, we'll come back to that. Um, yeah, um, we'll come back to that because it, it actually makes my point for me in a moment. But Neil Patrick Harris is in this film and there's a there's one or two scenes in this film where he goes full Barney Stinson. 
and it's <laughs> and it's really right. weird. It's really weird. Ah, uh, okay. Um, and it yeah. doesn't work. Um, Keanu Reeves is Keanu Reeves. Um, but I'm going to mm. be honest. He's he's. I mean, Keanu Reeves is 57 years old. So I mean, mm. fair fair play to him. But he's nowhere near as quick at the whole fighting thing as he was. You know, in 1999, yeah, which was when, you know, 22, so he was 30 mm. something. Um, so it's just, yeah, it's a bad cover version of the first Matrix film. That's all I can really say. Yeah, but that's to, uh, my, to my point. It, that it, sounds dis- it sounds disappointing. It is very disappointing. Um, the, the it's just it's just it's just it. It it's the definition of an unnecessary sequel. Someone wanted, somebody wanted mm. another Matrix because they thought it would make them lots of money. And I think whoever that person was, and I'm guessing he's the, he or she is the vice president of commissioning at Warner Brothers, is now looking very, very worried because I don't think this film's doing anywhere near as well as everyone was was expecting it to do because everyone basically just looked at it and went, yeah. it's, a, it's a meta-reference cover version cash grab. <gasps> meta-referenced cover version cash grab is the name of my new metal band um yeah <laughs> um but it but it, but your point you just mentioned 8-bit christmas which is which is for all intents and purposes a remake of a christmas story because it's hmm. set 30 years 30 years prior to it is now and it's it's the nostalgic 1980s rather than the 1950s and he's lusting after the one the one big toy which in the 80s was the nintendo in the 50s was the red rider bb gun and it is a cover version of that film but it works because they've done enough to it to make it different even though the 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 core structure is the same and with the matrix resurrections they've leaned so heavily on your your love for the first and may I mention the first Matrix film? They very rarely reference anything else um, because they were bombs. <laughs> um, yeah, it just it 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 didn't need to be, and and that's yeah. and that's the thing is you sit there and you go because sequels sequels by their definition should continue the story. They shouldn't be just about making more money, and I think this was just it was just purely about the money. Um, yeah, it, it is. It, that's disappointing. Uh, yeah, that, that really is because uh, it subtracts from the original, right? Because exactly. you can't then watch the original without now thinking about how it's been sort of, de- you know, uh, devalued by mm. sort of uh, being ripped off by its own creators. Yeah, and and that's exactly it. I mean, to be honest with you, if if Lana Wachowski hadn't been involved in it, and it would it would be that everyone would probably be like, well, yeah, it's a total rip off, and you know they should have got Wachowski's back in. But um, mm. so is this is this the, the least worst option we could have here? You know, because you know if the alternative was like have someone else make the film and it'd be really bad and it'd be the final nail in the coffin, is that perhaps? <laughs> is having Lana yeah. Wachowski own it like you know because now the temptation is like it's not done great but it's not done terrible maybe they'll do another one but maybe if we'd had a really terrible one that would have been it they'd have, they'd have just walked away for another 20 years right I think I think yeah I, I know it's a, it's a tough question <laughs> yeah I, I don't think 
anyone went in with the purposes of like, I'm going to do such a bad job, they're never going to ask me to do this again. I don't think someone went in deliberately to tank it. Um, but it certainly looks that way. Um, it just, <laughs> it, 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 yeah. Well, Whether that, that was the intention or not. It's, yeah. yeah, but yeah, you're right. I mean, it, it, if, if they had, if someone had produced this identical film without the creative input of any, either of the Wachowskis, it would have got slammed, but because they were involved, everyone just went, meh. It's, I mean, it's not a bad film. It's just a bit pointless but then yeah. you see i'm also of the opinion that if you're going to enjoy the matrix films you should just enjoy the first one and then forget that they tried to do any more because it did yeah. fall off a cliff after the first one um but i mean yeah. even i mean to underline it the film ends with pretty much the same shot from the first matrix film with the same music playing but it's a cover version of the music that plays <laughs> over the final shot of the first Matrix film. And you kind of, and, and I'm sitting there. Now, I, the, sub, the subtext is not the subtext. It's, it's the it's not even. It's just, it's just text. It's not even subtext. Yeah. But at, at that point, I mean, I'm, I'm a big fan of cover versions. I, I've got like, I've, I've got like a playlist of cover versions, which, mm. which I've curated over the last 20 years. Um, but this, it was a cover version and it wasn't a good one. And, and that's, yeah. I'm I'm annoyed now. I'm gonna push. I'm gonna push the button and talk about the king's man okay. instead. Reese Iffens licking Rafe Fiennes' leg. <laughs> Have you been eating cheese before bed again? If, if that sentence fills you with intrigue, then you need to go and see the king's man because it's bananas. <laughs> there is a scene. I can't even describe it because, right? So, the we'll come back to that. The Kingsman is the, <laughs> is the third in the Kingsman films. The first one, of course, being the one with Colin Firth and this slightly very ironic, cool um, James Bond ripoff um, with Samuel L. Jackson doing a lisp for no reason. And then the second one was the American version where they have the, the, the statesmen who are the U.S. cowboy versions of the, yeah. of the Kingsman. And it wasn't now, I don't very think, good. Yeah, I was about to say that, if I remember rightly, that was not well received. Elton John was in it, acting. So and, that, and, that's film, the, and that's what killed it. <laughs> that's, well, among other things. But the third film is now they've gone back to basics. So first of all, it's 1902. And Rafe yep. Fiennes is the Duke of Oxford, who is uh, an ex-military man, but now is running humanitarian uh, efforts. He's now running the Red Cross. Um, when something goes horribly wrong during the Boer War while he's trying to um, bring supplies to a, um, a British camp, he de declares that he's going to avoid war and he's going to be a pacifist for the rest of his life. And his son, Conrad, is never going to be involved in war. Skip forward to 1916 and obviously 1914. I'm oh, sorry, skip forward to 1914 and it all massively kicks off because that's when World War I started. Um, and effectively, right. this is the beginning of the story of the Kingsmen, which is a 
private intelligence agency who basically goes around and and does what it likes um couple of set pieces effectively there's there's a couple of big um events that happen in the early 20th century the first one is the assassination of archduke franz ferdinand in is it serbia in 1914 anyway the kingsmen were were there for that and then there was the assassination Obviously. then there was the assassination of gregory rasputin in russia in 1916 which then kind of started the whole russian revolution and again yep. so this is the point now where they're all present at various historical points in time and everyone gets to have a bloody good laugh and generally just um chew scenery Reese Iffens turns up as a mascara-laden, long-haired, floaty-around Rasputin with unconvincing Russian accent. Um, unconvincing Russian unconvincing accent. Unconvincing Russian. Where are the <laughs> nuclear vessels? Uh, I can't do. Oh, I, uh, my best. I, okay, I can do. I can do a Russian accent. Here we go. This is a great day, comrades. We show into history. That's all I can do is a Russian accent. Um, the the best Scottish Russian accent ever. Oh. Well, absolutely, yes. Yes. Um, Reese Evans is Rasputin in this, and he is absolutely phenomenal. Uh, he's not in it for for as long as I would like him to have been, but he is very, very funny. And there is a bizarre scene where he heals someone. It's insane. It's absolutely insane. And Reese Evans <laughs> licking licking someone's leg, licking Ray Fiennes' leg is I'm. I wasn't ready for that level. Of, <laughs> I was just sat there last night going, "What the hell's going on?" But ultimately, it is a, it is a good film. It's a bit of a laugh. Um, it isn't as funny as the previous Kingsman films. It is a bit more serious. Right. It has a very strong because obviously the, the first World War was was awful because um mm. it was the first war where they had things like machine guns and airplanes and they hadn't kind of updated how they would deal with these things and as a result millions yeah. and millions of people were unnecessarily killed anyway um yes so that there's a lot of that but it's yeah it's it's good and doesn't play too much into the other films i mean obviously there are uh, sets yeah. there are pieces where they obviously are they're at the tailor shop and it's the same tailor shop and, and you can see and then there's right. this kind of callbacks to what it will be, but they haven't tried to shoot yep. one in too much. So I mean I came out of it last night thinking Which is yeah, good, I really I think. yeah, I really enjoyed that. And as I said, I like the first Kingsman film, even though it ended on a joke that didn't work. Um I like I didn't wasn't a huge fan of the second Kingsman film because it was a little bit over the top. But the third one I would happily watch um, another one now set in the twenties or the thirties or the forties like or the sixties. Yeah, and I think right. I think okay. they could do a yeah. few more now and and make them prequels. So have one in the nineteen thirties yeah. in the run up to the Second World War. Have one in the nineteen fifties with the Cold War. Have one in the nineteen sixties with the Cold War. Um, and I think that would be really interesting. And um, yeah, it was really good. Ray mm. Fiennes is so Ray this Fiennes is a, a you'd, you'd say a, yeah a return to form. Yeah, it's definitely Largely. it's definitely a soft reset, and I think it's it was funny. The other thing that this is a film mm. that should have come out two years ago. This film was due to come out at the end of two thousand and nineteen. Wow! But they cancelled it. Yeah, I remember of, seeing of, trailers a long time ago. Yeah, 
but they cancelled it because of, of various issues. Um, and then it's been delayed and delayed and delayed and delayed and delayed. So, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's good fun. It's, um, it's kind is of, is this like, the one with, um, Gemma Art, Gemma Arterton in this? Yes. This is the one with Gemma Arterton who I yeah. have a great, I have right. real problems with Gemma Arterton because I can't tell the difference between Gemma Arterton, Felicity Jones and Daisy Ridley. Um, one, of them, one of them does an advert on television for mobile phones, and I genuinely don't know which one it is. I have a mental block. But anyway, definitely Gemma Arterton in this one. Yeah, you're looking confused, and you're thinking the same. You're thinking, I think it's Daisy Ridley. No, it's not. It's Felicity Jones. No, it's not. It's the other one. It's There's not. One. It's none of those. That's why I'm looking confused. Them. It's, it's um, none of them. It's the other one. The fourth person in our... Ba- she was in Baby Driver and all that. Um, That's the bunny. I think I know yeah. who you are. Yeah. Sure. Anyway... I'm very confused about these, but anyway, hey, so it's my job. It's my job to get confused about who people are. You're not like you're supposed to know everything. Look, I have I have <laughs> one mental block on this, and it's those potentially okay, one five. one to four women. <laughs> but um, yes, Gemma Arterton, and, Gemma Arterton and Felicity Jones, I often confuse, and then Daisy Ridley and the woman uh, whose name yeah. I've forgotten. I'm so sorry. I get those two confused because they do look very similar. Anyway. Kingsman is quite a, it's quite a good laugh. It's quite a giggle. Um, it's much better than The Matrix. Um, I don't think it's going to do very well, though. I think it's already debuted in the States at, like, number nine. And it's... it's Lily it's James. Be... Lily it's James. It's Lily James. Thank you. Lily James. Sorry, Lily James. It, so, yes. But now can you remember the other three? Can you remember the other three? Or has that now yes. knocked one of no, the No, names? no, no, no. It's okay. I confuse Lily James and Daisy Ridley. And I confuse Felicity Jones and Gemma Arterton. But I generally know who Gemma Arterton is, and sometimes Felicity Jones, I get confused with Lily James, and sometimes it, so yeah, there's yeah. A, there's a line. I never confuse yeah. Daisy Ridley and Gemma Arterton, but there's a spectrum That's that goes fine. between the, the four of them, and I mix them up. Look, this isn't about me, and and there's so many title episodes I've got in my head now. I'm not entirely sure whether it's the Gemma Arterton timeline or Reese Siffins licking licking Ray Fiennes' leg. Either way, these that are going to be the episode titles. I think that one. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry, that's completely different. Do you draw what kind of thought though? I was just going back. Yeah, to we, were, we, were, we were, we were, we, we, oh, the uh, Kingsman. Kingsman. Um, yeah, I don't think it's going to do hugely well though. I think it, it might, it might stick around. I don't, I don't think it's going to bother the top five, which is a shame. Um, I just think it's, it's mm. just going to be, it's a victim of bad timing. And I think, yeah, I think bringing out films in December, I mean, it came out, last week last week yeah it came out friday and releasing films between christmas but in the crimbo limbo stage is never a good idea because generally people don't want to go to the cinema between christmas and new year they generally are going to be at home yeah well um my uh my two uh junior smiths went to see they went back to see spider-man again they wanted to see it a second time that is doing well it's the first film to break a billion in the box office since the pandemic so it's the first film in like two years to do it yeah, so they've yeah. done very well. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so so yeah, so a mixed bag there. So I'm not. So Matrix was. I I literally sat there in the cinema just going, "Wow, I'm wearing a mask <laughs> not whoa, this. but I'm wearing a mask for this," and I'm like, oh. <laughs> um, "But Kingsman, Kingsman yeah. was all right. Kingsman. The nice thing about Kingsman is it was relatively short. It was like two hours. It didn't. It didn't overstay its welcome." It got okay, in, good. it made a couple of jokes, it had an insane, an insane Reese Ifans as Rasputin, and then it got out, and you were like, yeah, that was, 
good escapist. Job done. Job done. Whereas Matrix was, was just was just pointless. Right. <sighs> right. I'm moving on. Ready? Yep. Let's talk about the future. Let's talk about what's coming. There are obviously a load of films coming out in 2022. Some of them are films that have been delayed from 2021. Some of them have have had their production delayed because of various pandemic issues. But we have a huge amount of films. I've been through this list and there is a depressing amount of superhero-ness in these films. Now, I think I'm starting to suffer from Marvel fatigue. Yeah, do you remember about 10 years ago, we were talking about how Marvel had 20 years worth of uh, films ahead of them. We laughed. Yeah. <laughs> we're not well, laughing it, now. No, no, but it does. But unfortunately, it's... Yeah. It, it's, we haven't even talked about Spider-Man. Did we talk about Spider-Man? We haven't even talked about Spider-Man. We didn't. We didn't. Well, I think that was been announced a we couple of weeks ago. I think if yeah. you've seen Sp- Spider-Man's great, yeah. go and see Spider-Man. Spider-Man's genuinely quite good. That said, I am suffering from a bit from Marvel fatigue. Um, yeah, I, I think I, when got, like it was when they brought in uh, Eternals, right? It was just kind of like <sighs> it, it's going to take good, a really good film like Spider-Man to to infuse people. I think, but then again. We've got a lot of returning character, a lot of returning favourites in in sequels, right? So yeah, so maybe there's, that's a, enough, there's a lot right? of sequels. So I mean, it, let's let's talk about uh, let's talk about the um, let's talk about the Marvel stuff first because I mean, effectively, they've got a launch calendar that would last them the entire year. So you've got Thor: Love and Thunder, which is bizarrely Natalie Portman is going to be Thor. You're looking what? at me in a kind of yeah yeah I know I just said that yeah so um, apparently so it's um, it's still it's still directed by Taika Waititi which is good because it means that yes. it's got a it's got a consistency about it um, but it's yeah Natalie Natalie Portman's back which is surprising because she did not she by all reckoning she did not enjoy her time in the Marvel universe um, yeah because the first two Thor films weren't <laughs> great. The second one was did uh, they just third. wave a big wedge of uh, I, cash? I, in I, I think I, I, yeah, I think it's a question of saying we'd like you to do. Well, give her more story, story right? Uh, no, no, I think it's just cash. I just think it's, uh, <laughs> yeah. So I, I yeah. just think it's just nothing to do with just not. It's just cash. Um, but we got that coming out, which, yeah, I mean, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I think, okay. I think. Taika Waititi is, if anything, going to uh, uh, keep it fun. So out of all of them, I think it, the ones that are fun are the ones that will interest me. The ones that are serious are not, I, I don't know, not so much. Yeah, really. yeah. no, you're right. Um, we also have Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness, which... Yep. Yeah, I mean... A lot has been building towards this, because I, I don't know if you've been watching the TV series is... But I think it the, this might tie in with the What If TV series, yeah, uh, and, I think so. uh, and also uh, WandaVision. So I think if you're if you're if you're fully paid up to Team MCU, then I think uh, this one is quite a this is going to be a big one 
because I think it's going to tie a bunch of threads together. Not quite at the level at which, say, Spider-Man does, but probably at a quite satisfying level. It's, it's nice to see as well Chuetel Ejiofor's coming back. So um, at least uh, judging by the, the latest trade uh, trailer. So um, I'm actually, I've got time for this one. Okay. Um, uh, actually, I've got time for this uh, and Thor and Guardians of the Galaxy for various reasons. But as has been covered, um, uh, the Smith household is is a hundred percent committed team MCU at this point. So okay, well let's let's yeah. let's test let's test your level of commitment then and ask you about Jared Leto in Morbius. Yeah, no pass, hard pass. Okay, so I mean, <laughs> for various so, reasons. <laughs> <laughs> so so. So Morbius is is Sony's MC, Sony's budget MCU, diet MCU, whatever uh, you want to call right, it. Okay. But um, yeah, Jared Leto plays a doctor who basically turns himself into a vampire. Um, Michael Keaton's in it. Um, oh, okay. Jared Jared Harris is in it, who's great, and Matt Smith oh, is in wow. it as well. Wow, but it's being okay, let that down. Is a good, it's yeah. good, but it's being let down by one factor, and let's be honest, it's Jared Leto. Now, yeah. I, I, I don't dislike him, but he he doesn't draw me into a film. He he does kind of <laughs> he does kind of put he was he will put me off to a certain degree um and it's just yeah he's a bit he's a bit in he's in um he's in the school of uh johnny uh depp do you not yeah. think yeah i mean of, obviously of over the top performance he is a bit over the top yeah so i'm just not sure about that so anyway so we have we have that one um we're not we're not getting too many it looks like there's a lot of stuff that's currently filming so there's lots so the the whole um mm. The whole Marvel like industry kind of has been ground to a halt for eighteen months, but we we might get the second Aquaman film, which is interesting. Okay. Um, we yeah we might get that. Um, we also um, they're looking they're doing the Marvels, which is the sequel to Captain Marvel, yeah. and they're doing Wakanda uh, Forever, which is Black Panther. But I don't think we'll see them in 2022. I think we'll see them in 2023. Yeah, and in fact, I think I think uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 is not actually next year. We're going to get... Um, and this, no, this, that's this right. Could strike, this could strike fear into the hearts of many people, but the, the, the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special um, uh, coming out, I think, at the end of the year. Um, now people who know Star Wars will know about Yikes. the Star Wars holiday special and, and how horrific that was I hope I hope that this is very much tongue in cheek uh, but yeah there's a there's a new holiday special coming coming our way next year that's, that's terrifying um, and then the other thing we've got <laughs> staying, staying in the Marvel world the other thing that we have is um, Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse Part 1 which is the animated version so we have what was it called? Spider-Man in, in Into the Spider-Verse. Yeah. Okay. So which to, which to be honest, I think led the way to uh No Way Home. Oh, hundred percent. Right? Yeah. Somebody of, uh, somebody basically looked at that and went, I want a, I want a I want a full I want a, a movie version of that film, please. And someone went, Okay. Um so we have another one of those. And they were I really enjoyed that cartoon. I thought it was very clever. I thought it was It was, was great. Yeah. Um it was it was 
it was good but and it rewarded geekiness but it wasn't exclusionarily geeky um, yes and remember it had nick cage it had nick cage as a film noir (laughs) spider-man who was only existed in black and white and only had about three lines and it was like but there were three glorious lines is that nick cage that's not nick cage he goes nick cage and oh my god it's nick cage um so let's let's jump to different superheroes now let's talk about the batman Mm. oh i don't know i mean i just don't know yeah i'm i've seen a few trailers for this and i'm because so effectively it's like it's very it's it's yet another reboot hopefully we don't have to see him having his parents murdered again because honestly i think i've seen batman's parents being murdered like 20 times by now and they're always different people yeah um yeah but hopefully we don't have to see that whole thing again because i think i think everybody in the world there are blind tibetan monks who have never seen anything printed or on television who know who batman is and the fact that his parents got <laughs> killed outside a theater um so yeah. we have so this is early on so this is back to a young a young batman who's like in the first year of his time as batman so he doesn't so his the batmobile is not a tank it is a mm. basically it's a souped up car the suit is a little bit more um kevlar like like body armor than it is again like you know mm. the thing that we saw in superman and it's all early days but it's another reboot it's a, it's another reset button now obviously they've done that because the whole ben affleck in a batman suit thing just didn't work um, but now we have, and I know, I know I lost my temper about this last time, but we have Robert Pattinson <laughs> in, in as Batman and I've seen a few trailers and I'm, I'm not convinced. You see, most people who play Batman are either really good as Batman or really good as Bruce Wayne. And very few of them are good as both. And yeah, he doesn't strike me as a convincing Batman and doesn't strike me as the dumb playboy that's meant to be Bruce Wayne. Um, mm. I just, I just, I don't know about this one. I, I think they're going to try and go super dark because like super dark is so hot right now. Um, <laughs> we will, we will see. It does. It, it certainly has a noir. Uh, uh, yeah. A strong. Uh, noir. Yeah. Um, Maybe once it's come out, we should do a Batman special and maybe go through like your uh, best to worst Batmans, Batman. Because uh, oh. I know this is a, a subject uh, dear to your heart. And now at this point, like how many Batmans have we had? Oh, we've had so, those. Yeah. I mean, um, I mean, I, mean, yeah, it's just, I, mean. I, think, I think it would be, I think it would be worthy of, a, of an FFL podcast special because it's the, 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 the time is... I've already done that. I've already done the ranking in my head, and obviously George Clooney's at the bottom. Of course, because because <laughs> he, Which... he knows what he's done. Um, but oh, <laughs> Keaton, is it Keaton or Bale? Is it Keaton or Bale? Oh, right. Okay, fine. Right, we'll I put know, that right. Okay. Um, and then we've also got yep. um, we've also got Black Adam coming out, which is The mm. Rock as the as the evil anti-hero shazam so yeah. now did you watch shazam yes i, did. I quite liked I it it quite was quite enjoyed it mark strong was significantly underused in that film 
because almost all superhero <laughs> films always they have to kill the baddie they can't ever let the baddie go which is a problem because it means that you can't have recurring character development but um black yeah. adam is a vanity project it is something that that dwayne johnson has always wanted to do and as a character he's always ah. wanted to play and he has been like Ryan Reynolds with Deadpool, he's been trying to get this film made for a very long time. And I think it's got to the point now where he said, okay, I'll do stupid Disney film, but I want 200 million to do Black Adam. And I think they've gone, okay, fine. So um, I'm expecting it to be very good because it's got it's going to have a huge amount of... Um, investment in it in terms of creative investment and and Dwayne Johnson whether you you like him or loathe him is the kind of person who will give this 100% of his time and focus mm. so that's interesting and um, it's got Pierce Pierce Brosnan's in it Pierce Brosnan's in it which is going to be fun but you know he's going to be heavily made up or maybe he's going to be an old wizard in a with a beard and stuff um then, so what else have we got from the DC world? So that's, I mean, that's about it then. So let's talk about other other things. Um, There's got, nothing left. No, no there are no, some films. <laughs> no, there is. You've got John Wick Chapter 4. Oh, now Mrs. Smith is looking forward to that because she has a soft spot for uh, Mr. Reeves, especially when he's uh, kicking ass. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, the, the John Wick films, as, uh, again... As you know, I had to describe, I think it was to Mr. Thorne, I described the first plot of the John Wick film. And effectively, it gets to the point where he hammers into the basement, pulls out the guns, and you kind of go, right, now I'm in. I mean, at this point, I was like, <laughs> there's dogs, there's dead wives, there's the bloke from Game of Thrones. I'm not entirely sure. Now it's Kenner, who's with a massive box of guns. I'm, I am, I'm in. Sold, I'm in. Yeah. Um, they, the, the films have got decidedly wackier as they've gone along. Um, there's now a whole subculture of people who have chosen to pretend to be homeless so that they can be some sort of rogue assassin bounty hunters on the street thing, which is just bananas. Um, and it's all got a little bit mystical, but um, it, it does. It does. It, you do sort of feel like literally every second person in New York is an assassin. Yes, absolutely. Uh, in fact, statistically, I one think, of us. Yeah. One of us is. Yeah. Um, that's a very good point. Um, uh I think it's who him. does that with a pencil anyway yes, um indeed i think that i would all due respect i would like them to wrap the story up here because you know yes. you, you you were pointing out how old uh, keanu reeves is and he's doing he's doing phenomenally well for his age but i think there's going to come a point where you know it's just it's it's not going to look believable and i think that they should cut they should sort of quit while they're ahead I think they I, should round out I the agree. story. I think it's going to get to a point where because of his age and because of just the just the, the, the physical demands of this um, are very demanding, it's going to get to a point where he's going to look like Neil, Liam Neeson in Taken and they're going to do 55 separate cuts to show him climbing over something. Um, and I think that would look <laughs> bad. Um, ever, yeah. he, everyone do look, honestly, look up. I think Taken 2, I think he goes, he climbs over a, barbed wire fence and honestly they cut they cut that sequence which is about five seconds they cut it like 20 times um just to show them because it's the way they had to do it but yeah i agree with you i would like this to be the final chapter 
and I'd like to see a conclusion. And I don't yeah. want to see them trying to get him back at the age of 70 as a as a fuddled John Wick <laughs> who uh, gets regenerated. And uh, just, just no, just no, just leave it alone. So, you know, Keanu Reeves is great, but... Yeah. Um, yeah, he needs to. He yeah, he needs to do other things now. And I think yes, I think this should be the the last one. So yeah, I completely agree with you. Still going to watch it though because it's awesome. Uh, we also have a lovely um, warning sign towards everything, which is Uncharted. Um, Uncharted ah. has got has got. Tom yes, Holland I saw the trailer Mark, for this. Yes, yeah. Tom Holland and Mark Wahlberg, and basically un. Uncharted is an old-fashioned follow-the-map, run-around South America, um, find the treasure after extreme um, luck and being able to have the correct key and the map, only to find that the bad guys have already beaten you to it because they just blew off the top of the roof of the thing. It's your typical Indiana Jones mold mm. adventure yeah. film. But this one is based on a... Um, video game. So there's a video game series yes. called Uncharted. This is a this is a prequel to the games. So this is a young uh, um, Drake, right. rather than the the age because he's thirty something in the games, and this is when he's twenty something and he first meets all the people. So this is his right. first adventure, um, like origin story. Indeed, yeah. But this looks, it actually looks all right. It looks. I mean, I Mark Wahlberg. I don't think Mark Wahlberg should have been in this film. I think that they should have cast mm. someone else. But we'll talk about that when yep. the film comes out. Um, but it does look all right. It just looks like your 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 standard run around. Uh, the you know they have to turn the key. They can only access the the room from a certain time of day and blah blah blah. And it fills with water and blah 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 and sunken treasure, blah blah blah. But looks all right. It could be okay. But yeah. generally speaking, video yes. game video game adaptations do not do well, but I think they might have walked far enough away from this to actually make it plausible. So yeah, we're okay. Um, fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. So what else do we have here? We also oh we haven't we haven't talked about the flash. Sorry, you have to go back to the flash. Um the flash is the much delayed um Ezra Miller film so again it's kind of another justice league but this looks very multiversey as well um also got michael keaton in also got michael keaton in it as old batman um so i think there's lots Whoa. of lots of multiverse so it just but it just looks like they're copying it just looks like they're copying it now they're just they're just they're just looking over there over the fence, seeing what they what the other guys are up to and going, right, we'll do one of them. You know, I mean, yeah, it just looks yeah. lazy. Um, this film should have come out years ago, um, but it got derailed by both the total failure of the Justice League film and obviously mm. of, of the 18 months hiatus, um, which is thing. And then we have your favourite film in the world, The Fantastic Beasts. This one's, called, <laughs> this one's called Fantastic Beasts, The Secrets of Dumbledore which I'm assuming is either a place or a person. Um, it's a small village in Cornwall. There you go. And as discussed, they have replaced the much maligned Johnny Depp uh, scenery chewing Grindel something? Grindel something? Grindelwald. There you go. But they have replaced him with Mads Mikkelsen. 
which yes is the only reason that I might actually I might actually give this one a go. But I think this would involve me having to watch the previous two, and I'm yeah I was never into this. I I didn't like J.R. Rowling before it was popular not to like J.R. <laughs> So, you liked her when it was cool. I liked her when it was you cool. Did, sorry, I, so you disliked her when it was cool. I disliked her when it was cool. I disliked her just yeah. because I because I thought her writing was bad, not because she's a terrible, terrible, terrible human being, allegedly. Um, so, yes. Uh, and then what else have we got? So just looking through. Um, oh, interesting. In the same, it's, 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 wow, David Yates is directing. Now, he did. He did lots of he, the he's original done, ones, didn't he? He did Order of... The Phoenix, Half Blood Prince, Deathly Hallows Part One and Two, and Fantastic Beasts, and Crimes of Grindelwald, and this one. So he is like he's Mister Harry Potter. Okay, uh, so like you should say safe pair of hands then. Oh, definitely. But okay. you, you, you wonder if he's going to get bored at some point because he's basically spent over a decade on this stuff now. Well, but, I'm sure. Uh, I'm yeah, sure yeah, they're yeah. paying. I, I'm I sure have to say, paying even well, Mister Smith. Even even I am uh, tiring of this uh, um, uh, series of films now. I, I I'm I'm very much shrug of shoulders. Right, this one okay. could pass me by. I wonder if the gap has been has killed the inertia because this this whole Fantastic Beast run was always a sort of secondary. It's it's like it's like the Star Wars one two three films. You know, it's sort of a prequel. It's somewhat secondary. Um, and I wonder if this the, the the gap between the second and third is enough to sort of kill the, the momentum, because to some extent people were just watching it because it was like the next one, right? But now there's been yeah. long enough, people might take a breath and go, really? Actually, yeah, you I know. think I'll leave it now. Yeah, I I I did the same. I was I was watching an entire series of TV shows, um, and you had to watch like all of them so that you could get the full thing because they crossed over and blah blah blah. And it got to a point where I went, right, I'm done with this. And I got to an end point that I thought, right, that's a that's a suitable story point to end. And I just knocked them all on the head and I walked away. And because I just went, I haven't got time for this anymore. And I think you might be right. Everyone might just go, yeah. But it's got Mad Mads Mikkelsen, which is my this is the only thing that might might save it is that it's got Mads rather than anything. Right, I've got two more to talk about, and they're both okay. sequels. I think I think with the exception of Uncharted. These have have we talked been, about anything? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they, they've all been franchise extensions or sequels, haven't they? Yep. I mean, yep, granted, a few of them are like new films in the same universe kind of thing, but these are all, and this is, this annoys me because there's no, there's no new films. It's just, it's just building more films on other films, which just kind of bugs me. But anyway, sorry, we actually have three films to talk about. The first one is Sonic the Hedgehog 2. Have you have you seen Sonic the Hedgehog? Uh, no, I have not. Right. It, I, this was the I one where to... they the people blew up about the CG. Right, yes, of, so, of so how people Sonic went, looked. Went, people went crazy about the look, and they went and in fairness, they went back and they redesigned him to be more in line with his classic appearance. Um, I hmm. watched Sonic the Hedgehog because I had to because I have kids of that age, and it was genuinely very funny. Um, ah. Jim Jim Carrey's in it, and he is just full on scenery chewing, disco thrusting bad guy, um, and he's brilliant. He's just he's just unhinged, but he's brilliant. And I think it's Ben Schwartz is the guy who uh, you'll recognise. Ben Schwartz. He was in Veep. He was in um, he was in a, he's been in lots of comedy things. He voices Sonic. Okay. 
but he makes lots of pop culture references and it's 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 funny and it's it's well done um so the second one's coming out and it just looks like more of the same and i'm okay with that that's i'm gonna have to go and see that and i'm i'm all hmm. right with that fact they're already trailing it i think it's out quite they soon because i've seen it is the trailers, quite soon, yeah. yeah and there's two more sequels that are coming out which which one which fascinates me and one which makes me just go Ugh. and let's see if you can guess which one it is um we've got the day we've got We've got the day after tomorrow, tomorrow, but because no one remembers the day after tomorrow, everyone remembers are calling, calling it live, die, repeat. We've got live, die, repeat and repeat. So this is the, yeah, which, uh, I think that's the one that you're interested in. I think you might be right. Am I right? Tom yeah. Cruise and Emily Blunt. <laughs> and, and yeah, I mean, I really yeah. enjoyed that film. I'm not entirely sure what they're going to do with the sequel, but that was a great film. And then we also have Avatar 2. <sighs> right that's <laughs> avatar 2 the how sequel, long has that been the coming sequel that no one asked for and isn't <sighs> it one of like isn't there going to be an avatar 3 and an avatar 4 wouldn't there they're do, always do like a whole bunch of films uh, no no not the, at all. the last avatar film came out in i think it was it was the tail end of 2010 so it's yeah, 12 just when, years and it was ago. the it was the vanguard of the 3d cinema it thing, was right? that's a lot to be responsible for but um yeah i mean i i i mean it's a film that made i mean it's still one of the highest grossing films ever it made a colossal amount of money there are like three people in the world who are utterly obsessed with this film and everyone else has completely forgotten about it um i don't think if you went back now and watched avatar i don't think it would stand up well to to, to repeat watchings because it is extremely derivative. It's basically dances with wolves. Um, with with Smurfs. It's with dances space, with Smurfs. Space, I didn't yeah, make that up, but... No, no, uh, no, it's it's, but you're absolutely it's accurate. Right, but it's, it's a terrible film. Um, so that, that's coming out as well. I hope, I and I don't admit it, I sincerely hope that film plummets without a trace. I really hope no one bothers with that because I think it's everyone's going to go, yeah, we, I mean... But 2022 seems to be nothing but a year of sequels, and some of them we didn't we didn't really need. Um, yes. So yeah, or reboots so of reboots think, of old films, right? Reboots and franchise extensions and sequels. I I'm really keen to go and watch something original, actually something that is new. And I think we need to give special attention to anything that comes out that is actually a new story because there's none i mean we've gone through this list there's there's none there's loads of stuff i haven't covered um there's the story of buzz lightyear and how he became buzz lightyear but it's not buzz lightyear is in tim allen the toy it's chris evans voicing the actual blood buzz lightyear and you go what um you got the eighth mission impossible film which probably won't come out until 2023 um you got oh you haven't even mentioned jurassic world domination which is another probably chris pratt Jurassic World film. Um, <laughs> yes, Chris, I'm in everything, perhaps. Yes. Yeah, you know, I mean, it's just, I'm just going to list it. It's nothing but, yeah, re it's all remakes and stuff. The thing so, is, yeah. I think the thing is, we are we are looking through the list of most anticipated. True. Now, true. I imagine that there are some, there are probably some, some, <laughs> like, there's some new stuff, but it's just, because the marketing departments lean in, they're creating hype and, and, and reboots, 
reboots and uh, extensions to franchises are easy to sell right true and that's why that that's why they're sort of bubbling up to the consciousness but uh, i suspect there'll be some uh, good ones in there. but yeah we need to help we need to we need to point out the uh, the the new stuff out yes, of the absolutely. sort of just the tsunami of uh, of um uh, franchisee films hmm okay right let's move on That is it for this part of the FFL. I think, I think I, yeah, I think, I think we've covered I think we've justified all the, the I think we've justified the split because look how long we've gone just on yeah, talking about stuff for next year. Yeah, Crazy. absolutely. So, um, so, so when we come back in the new year, once the main ser- the main game finishes for 2021, we'll go through all the stats and we'll um, publish some stats as well, which I think is important because just having people reading out numbers is quite tricky. So we need to do that. Um, but I think that's, I think that's it, isn't it? Yep. Is it? Yep. We're good. Cool. Um, right. Well, um, we will see you in a few weeks' time. Um, yeah. So hopefully, I will have. Yeah. Hopefully, I'll have finished eating all my mince pies by then. And yeah. Finished off the I'll last of the turkey. The, we have a gingerbread house to eat, which is insane. So. Oh, um, that was a killer. That's a killer. It's massive as well. So yeah. Need to do that. So mm. once I've worked off all of these things and, and started my inevitable list of New Year's resolutions, which will fail in the first week, um, yeah, we'll be back. So we'll be back. back in the in the early January, probably the second week of January, to go through the list and talk about the new seasons. Uh, until yep. then, have a good new year, and yeah, we'll see you soon. See ya.